Hello and welcome back to Spilling the Behavior Tea Podcast with Sam and Jeanette. Hi, you guys. Howdy. It's been some weeks. It's been some crazy weeks. Some busy weeks. Some sleepy weeks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just very, very tired. And I'm been a lot ready yeah. for this busyness to be done i've been awake i just all of a sudden like just sitting here feeling so comfy just it makes you just kind of want to go back to bed <laughs> because i woke up yeah. at six today and then i got up at six thirty, and i just i've been up and moving since how has your journey been my journey has totally little by little sneaking up to the back burner to be honest you guys you know i'm always gonna keep it brutally honest but i did take some progress pictures oh yeah i saw that i was like okay girl i realized the big difference yeah and so my husband was like those things fit you big and i'm like really because i i literally like a month or a month and a half ago had to squeeze in them it was some brown pants i was wearing so i was like let me take progress pictures and then so when i saw the difference it just kind of motivated me again to really focus so i made plans for this week starting today because i wanted monday to just relax but just definitely right now i cannot get my walks in but i am moving a lot so obviously there goes cardio so my focus is getting back on my workouts at least 20 minutes an evening and focus on toning so lots of weight lifting lots of stretching lots of that so i have a plan for this week you guys and it was just me not realizing that I actually had some good progress going on. Yeah. So yeah, I that's saw. where I'm at. And yeah. How how are you feeling about our journey? Progress our progress our like, journey. I saw your progress pictures and I was like, dang, you could super see a difference. So congrats on that. My journey has still been all over the place. Uh, it'll change mm-hmm. next week, though. I've just been super duper busy, and it hasn't been the priority for me yet. I mean, mm-hmm. it took like it. It kind of took a pause, I guess. And I just there's been so much to do lately. And I mean, one thing is that I do have healthy breakfasts at least. Uh, That's I make- really good healthy breakfast but other meals i can't make any promises um Mm -hmm. multiple people live in my household so it's sometimes hard to get everybody on board with healthy meals Mm -hmm. Um, and i like i mean i try to make the healthy meals for lunch but i don't know it's just all over the place right now and it hasn't been a priority but it should be But I'm going to get back into it next week. The busyness should die down by next week. Mm -hmm. 
and I should be able to get back on track and kind of restructure some priorities and move things around so that it's all better. Yeah. And this is life. It happens. It, it's We're going to be realistic about things. Sometimes things happen that you're not expecting. And, you know, at the moment, things are a little crazy for both of us. But, you know, we're very well aware that what that we are first priority and you will get back to it you will get back to it you know it's just about not giving up and knowing that it may have been a couple of rough weeks but you'll get back to it it's just been a little crazy but i'm confident that next week i'll be able to get back into it but you had some good news this weekend yes so my my nephew he my sister sent me a video of him eating with a fork so for a long time we had to we had to feed him but my sister's been working with him and she sent me the video of him she the way the way you know we always say every case is different and you're gonna have to do what works for you when we say when we give advice or when we parenting advice whatever the case may be especially like on our instagram we post a lot of things about parenting and so we are big on just making sure that people understand that someone's normal might not be your norm your normal Mm -hmm. every case may be different in this case with my nephew obviously my sister has to figure out what works for him so she will get the food on his fork hand it over to him and he will grab the fork and he will feed himself Mm-hmm. which it's a huge milestone, you know? So with that being said, it's just to show you that you could never give up. Mm-hmm. You could never give up and you have to see what works for you. It's it's important to not compare yourself. We've said this many times. Don't compare your journey to other people's journey. Sometimes what you see, especially right now with social media and things like that, everything not everyone's going to be honest about how reality is Mm -hmm. so definitely focus on your own lane and play around with whatever you need to play around with to figure out how things are going to work best for you and your family and how old is your nephew he's going to be 16 this year yeah so So when i got that when she told me that i was so excited and stuff because that just goes to show that it's just it's never too late and they are learning just because it's not at the rate that everybody else goes at or whatever like does not mean a thing yeah and i remember you telling me that they had wanted to stop her the speech services for him and we were both like hell no no yes and no and so ever let them tell you that Mm -hmm. these kids deserve those services (laughs) amelia agrees yeah we have amelia as our you know what she's not our guest anymore she's just (laughs) one of us (laughs) she's baby coach that's what she is But yes, definitely. Um, this is where we we are at SJ Behavioral Bliss. 
we are big, absolutely big on celebrating even the smallest milestones. Why? Because all these milestones add up. Every milestone adds up to the bigger picture. And so my sister for a long time, my like I said, my nephew's 15, he's nonverbal. And for a long time, and many on many different occasions, they have tried to stop his speech services to a point where not directly, but indirectly they have said or mentioned or made it seem like, well, he's nonverbal. He's never going to talk. And that's not the case. For someone to communicate, it doesn't have to be verbal. And we've learned this in this field. It does not have to be verbal. So absolutely, my sister has fought like a mama bear each and every time not to get his services stopped. And it's been a it's been a battle, but she will always get out there and advocate for her child. And it's very true that yeah, my nephew may not communicate with you verbally, but he he's going to let you know how he feels one way or another. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like I've mentioned before, the communication that he has with my sister is on a different level than he has with anyone else because that's his mom. You know, no one knows him like my sister does. But for them to want to stop his services like that, it's so shameful on them. Because there's different forms. There's different forms of communication. And I want to say something that when my, I I feel like when my nephew was younger, the communication probably wasn't as big as it is now. But what would have happened if my sister would have just gave up and just went with what they said and stopped those services? We would have never got to this place where he's at now. Yes, he's not non he's non-verbal, non-verbal, but he 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 expresses himself. He knows how to communicate with you what he needs. So, giving up was never something that my sister was going to take lightly. She was not going to let them tell her about her child when she's the one that knows best. Mm-hmm. So, definitely these and I share these milestones with you guys. And like I say over and over again, one day I'm going to have my sister come on here so you guys could hear from her. She's just very shy. But she's been through a journey and she's never given up on her son. And she's been a warrior. And I want her to come on here and share her story with you guys so you guys could see that even when it's really, really tough, giving up is not an option, especially for these babies who you are a voice for. And every struggle, every fight, definitely worth it. I hope it encourages parents, too, to not give up and show them that there is some hope Yeah. for their kiddos to keep on going. Yeah. And you as a parent are, like, the biggest motivation for these kids, for any kid, no matter what. Like, I think that if, if... a parent believes strongly in their kids, that's definitely the biggest drive they could have. Mm-hmm. And for ourselves, too. Sometimes we get really overwhelmed about the goals that we set for ourselves. Yes. But I've seen this many times. If your goals don't scare you, I forgot what the rest of it is. 
But definitely, some goals are very scary. But in order to ever know if you're, you know, you you could accomplish them, you have to work at it. You can't give up. You just, you know, every little step and every day, just take a step forward to doing something that's going to help you reach that goal. Yeah. And like thinking about it, correlates yeah to our goals mm -hmm. and just thinking about how hard it must have been for your nephew to finally come to terms to or finally come to terms with doing that for himself mm -hmm. and how yeah. proud he must be feel for himself yeah I mean, we and then we started with little steps because I know that when he's with me, when I, whenever I do, whenever we do eat together or anything, I will cut little pieces for him and set it on the table, on the plate for him. And I'll set him on the table. And so he eats, you know, the little pieces that I could cut for him. He'll eat them. I have to put them on the plate little by little because if I put them all at once, he will like devour them in seconds. <laughs> So it's little steps that we've taken that I'm pretty sure my sister has done the same thing. She does things like that for him where he could independently feed, feed himself. Yeah. So, of course, he needs help with a lot of things. But it, those little steps where I we could cut little pieces for him and he could just feed himself, that's a milestone. Now leading to him being able to grab the fork and put it in his mouth and feed himself, that's like... The big picture so it's the little steps that take you to the big picture yeah and you know for some maybe him being able to actually grab the food with the fork himself and eat it that might be the big picture but for us this is a big picture so it's something big to celebrate and we i don't know these things just make me really happy for my nephew yeah i mean that's that's part of this being in this community too and what i've noticed too you get so excited for even what seems like something small to everybody else yeah. but it's of course it's big to them mm -hmm. like <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i've praised a kiddo for writing one word yeah it, it's so exciting and then you get genuinely emotional for them and with yeah. them yeah because that's it's it's an accomplishment and it's i think it's something for us it's something for us to think about because when we are feeling defeated when we are feeling like we are not going to be able to reach our goals. We set these goals for ourselves and we are tired. We don't want to work anymore. We don't want to work at our goals anymore. This is when cases like this should be a motivation force to for us mm -hmm. because sometimes we forget that other people have to work three, four, five times even harder to meet certain goals that they have mm -hmm. so not taking for granted what we are able to do compared to what others have to the struggle they have but they have that motivation they have that willpower to not give up yeah and how many times have we seen people with different disability different needs 
reach these outstanding goals where I think about, wow, if I was in that situation, I don't know if I would be so, so mentally strong, but some people could really show you what being mentally strong really is, which that doesn't take away from anyone's story, anyone's struggles, anything like that. But I personally myself have seen stories where I'm just like, that is amazing. Give me your mental powering, your mental strength, because I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's something to, to think about. Don't yeah. take for granted what you could do. I'm, I think that's something big to and take I, away from this. And I think it all comes down to ability too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mean to, I mean, I'm not going to compare the, the two, but what you were just saying kind of reminded me of what I've been thinking about lately, which is like, just, which is like knowing, and this is not, this is, this does not pertain to people with autism or anything. It just pertains to me, I think. And when I, or I mean, the other people could probably relate, but Mm -hmm. like for us knowing when to quit certain things, For instance, Mm -hmm. I hate running. I despise running. I have no interest in running. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not good at it. I know I can't. I mean, maybe if I really tried and put some effort into it, I would. But I have no interest in it, nor do I think I would be good at it. I don't know. It's it's random thought. (laughs) (laughs) Where I was going with that, but do you? What do you mean? Like, do you feel like like maybe? like sometimes people push you and push you and push you to do stuff and there has to be a certain point where you're like okay i have to stop like i i'm not as good as i think i am does that make sense mm-hmm. that makes sense to me but you threw a curveball my way because i know we're <laughs> not giving up our dreams no, and- saying, no no i know but that's what i'm saying like i'm saying it doesn't pertain to like I don't think it pertains to kids with autism and like doing everyday things. Mm -hmm. I think like in the grand grand scheme of things, if you really know you're not good at something, like when do you quit? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So I would like, you know how I do like a lot of our technology stuff. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like you would ever be able to understand all the technology stuff that I've done for the business? No. No, because so that's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, your strengths are words uh-huh. and talking and writing and whatnot. And so this is I know my strengths are learning things like picking things up quickly. Yes. And technology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Does it make yeah, sense now? It makes <laughs> sense. But I'm trying to link together what you're saying with what well, we started well, off with but... saying, like it doesn't link together because i'm not talking about kiddos who have autism and and everyday life things you're talking about just i'm just i'm just talking about like us in the sense of when do we when do we know to quit if that makes mm-hmm. sense i would think that when it comes to that it would be we always say set those realistic goals that are fitting yeah. for you pertaining yeah. to you <laughs> 
Because sometimes we, and it's happened, it happens where we tend to jump on bandwagons of other people's gold. It, example, it could be like someone saying, hey, um, let's get together. We're going to have a weight loss challenge. But then you're like, I don't really want to be in that. I, I'm chill. I'm good. But you just jump in there because of the pressure. See, this is why your strength is words, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you jump in there because of the pressure, so you're not going to do good because you mentally you're not prepared for it. You don't want to do it. You're just doing it because everyone else is doing it, and you don't want to be the oddball out. <laughs> So it's during those things when setting these goals, don't set those goals just to set them. Or if it's not in your heart, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I could tell you I'm going to learn everything I need to know about technology. And just the thought of it makes me want to go to sleep. <laughs> so I could set that goal for myself. But I know in my mind I'm going to struggle with that because when you start explaining to me what you're doing, um, not my mind's not there. <laughs> my mind is flying saying, like there's certain things that i cannot retain that information mm-hmm. but i don't know like like is it knowing when to quit or is it knowing or is it actually getting into that certain subject and really learning it and really putting all your your all into it and that depends on the individual how how hard you want it yeah Because on another note, I could be like, you know what? I'm going to learn everything you are doing behind the scenes to make our show successful, our podcast. And I'm really going to focus. And then that has to be up to me to really want it. But I know that's not my thing. So I'm that better be, you know, I better be dedicated and extremely on it. Mm -hmm. So it it depends on the individual, but this is why it's important for everyone to understand that you have to set realistic goals. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then you can can't be like, yeah, I'm going to start running 10 miles a day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got to like baby steps, right? Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. For you, it's going to be just walking. Forget what I said. I was, it's just something that I had been thinking about lately. And I was just like, mm, I don't know. But yes, when it comes to our kiddos and stuff, not giving up on them. Yeah. Helping them work through those daily life skills and what's needed for them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but Sam, like, I want to go back to what you said, because I also feel that sometimes we do set goals for ourselves that we really truly believe we're going to reach and really we really have every intention to accomplishing them but sometimes it's just not meant to be and at some point you you do have to and um this is totally separate from our kiddos this has nothing to do with our kiddos but at some point we do have to Accept the fact that things aren't going to work out and that it's time to move on because when things aren't working out, it's for a reason. Let's remember that every door that closes, for every door that closes, there's two, three that are going to open for you. And I I have a, a, I'm going to switch it up a little bit because I'm thinking about this at the moment. I have a friend who's in in, in a bad relationship and she feels stuck. She feels you know, a lot of things that someone would feel when they're not 
in a solid relationship in a healthy relationship and her biggest thing is when am i gonna find someone who's going to be good to me mm-hmm. well you know me personally i and maybe because this is not my case but i don't feel like a man should you know it's not a reflect on whether you're gonna have a good life or not but this has been my thing that i've said before how do you know what's out there when you're not giving yourself the opportunity to find someone if that's your goal to find someone who could treat you different when if you keep being unstuck in the same relationship over and over again when when is that person going to come you're in a relationship you're not opening the opportunities First, you need to work on yourself. You need some time apart. So it's the same thing when yeah. it comes to anything else. Sometimes things don't work out. Yeah, you and it, it all, it and that's like okay. Just some things are very more complicated than we make it seem, and there's just some things that you also have to work on on yourself. I guess it just depends on the effort that you put in mm-hmm. and how bad you want it. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you first draw a picture. And your main is in your mind is one thing, but maybe there are, like I said, you don't know. Like if you try something and you really give it your all, and, and you know things are just not working out, then it's time to close that chapter and open your eyes about other doors that could open for you. Because, mm-hmm. like I say, for every closed door, there's two, three open waiting to be. There's two, three doors waiting to be open. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just have to accept the fact that this ain't it and I need to move on and I need to try something totally different. And that's okay. And it's totally okay. As long as, because you can have a vision in your mind, but maybe that, that vision is still there, but maybe it just needs tweaking. Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever the case may be, you know, you try this, it didn't work out. I'm, I still have a vision that I want things like this. And I want, you know, whatever the case it may be that you're going after. But then now you have to go back to the drawing board and see and find a different way to make it happen. Yeah. BRB, I'm going to put her in the crib. Uh, sorry if I sounded far away during this time. I was putting my niece to sleep. Yeah, so it's tough, but I think, so that's pertaining to just if you are working on things. So you guys, this is why we claim, we don't claim to be experts and stuff, because we still have questions too. We have discussions like this too, and we, I mean, it's things that everybody, I mean, everybody thinks about, Mm -hmm. I think, and, but when it comes to my kiddos, I've never given up on them. Yeah. And so I don't. let's be very clear about that conversation yes. we just had. It has to do, you know, if with you like ourselves, her, questioning yeah. ourselves, and when do you know when to quit, and when do you know when to keep going? Because mm-hmm. it's hard to know when to keep going, and, and it can be exhausting. It can be tough. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you're just banging your head on the wall. Yeah. Because you could try everything in your power to make things work, but. The reality is that obviously that's not what is intended for you because the world, God, whatever it is that you may believe in, energies, they have different plans for you. Mm -hmm. And that's just life. But when it comes to these kids, you know, there goes the word, you know, (laughs) when it comes to these kiddos, it's you're going to go full force for them. Yeah, We are here to advocate 
for the kiddos, mama bears, uh, professionals, anyone that works in the field. If you're in this field, it's our job to never give up on them and guide them and, and do whatever it is in our power to help them reach every milestone from the biggest to the smallest. Yep. And but everything's different. Everything's different. You're never going to wake up with the same drive, with the same motivation. As a parent, as an individual, it's not always going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We've been through our wellness journey for how many months? And even though we haven't given up, we've had to cut back or we haven't had the time to really invest in how we were investing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it's just any any little thing that you could do to help you be a better person today. And I to help that, your kiddo. Yeah, and I think that truly is where it matters. Mm-hmm. Life is um, life. So I have a few TikTok videos. One of them, this is this first one, I was like, yes, mom, you go, mom. Mm-hmm. So this is by some girl named famous Brittany. she mm-hmm. has a son who is like 10 i want to say and mm-hmm. how she instills independence in her kiddo is you know the alarms on your phone mm-hmm. so her kid has a phone and her his schedule is done through his alarms mm-hmm. i was like that's genius yeah so- she has so wait she has a schedule planned out genius right that's amazing like just seeing it too like i'm like i make those on freaking velcro why didn't i think of that (laughs) so much easier just to do it yeah like his day is structured through through alarms and on the title of each um, alarm, the mom writes what he needs to do at that time. So 7.30, wake up, wash your face, brush your teeth, get dressed, you know, things like that. And it helps the little boy become independent. And pretty much like if he has any questions, it's all there on his schedule. That is so amazing. 24-7 and he, I guess from what she says it seems like he makes his own breakfast and he's kind of just self-sufficient throughout the day wow that's amazing obviously every case is different but how many people would this really help yeah that that is so cool like not even you don't have to be on the spectrum for this to work for you Mm -mm. i'm thinking of it for myself yeah that's amazing I mean, right now I just use the notes section in my phone, but it doesn't mm-hmm. tell me when to do this. Like, it doesn't kind of like yell at me to get up or <laughs> something, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm thinking of using it for myself. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I am down with that. That's mom. Kudos to you. Yeah, that's genius. That's so cool, and I think a lot of people will benefit from that. Mm-hmm. This other one is uh, things autistic parents want you to know. Things we want you to know but never say as parents of an autistic child. It's by Holly Thompson. 
Um, it says, one, we are exhausted. It's a different level of tiredness. Two, it's the admin that comes with having an autistic child is extremely overwhelming. Three, it's that we always say we're fine because you don't understand. Four, we love our children more than anyone could imagine, but sometimes I just want to be me. Five, we have to fight for basic things for our children every day. That's fucking sucks, dude. Mm -hmm. Six, we want you to talk to your children about our children. That's a big one. Big one. Seven, we can't look too far in the future as it worries us. And that's it. Thank you for sharing that, Mom. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that I've seen those worries before in my sister. And this is definitely things that we need to keep in mind because, and we've said it here before, we don't know what it's like. We can't even imagine what it's like being a parent of a child with special needs. And something that just clicked when I read it, the I think it was number five, mm-hmm. where she said, We're, we fight every day for our children. Uh-huh. It clicked or dawned on me that these parents are not only like fighting for basic services and things for their kid but they're also working with their kid and Mm -hmm. trying to help them every day so it's like double the exhaustion yes and when she says i love my child but sometimes i just want to be me Mm -hmm. i mean there are a lot of parents who can go out and get a regular job yeah because they will drop off their babies at school but then get called constantly because something's wrong and they need to leave work and they need to go and attend to whatever the issue may be. I know that because that happened to my sister. She used to work when my nephew was a baby, but he had so many health problems that it was constantly having to either leave work early or miss work. And employers are not equipped to understand that. And and that's something that I wish many of that's us, the community, topic in and yes, of itself. And that's a convers. That's a podcast conversation that we do need to have. But the workforce is not. It's not like the workforce is far, far behind. Yes, more behind than like they're not more. being considerate of parents with kids with special needs or and, even people okay. with special needs. Yeah, yeah, and definitely but i think that definitely there has to be a change because these parents need to work too yeah and the stress of having to leave work and calling out and not be not un- being understood of why it's not because they want to call out it's not because they want to leave work this is probably the only time they get to just be them, but they have to go attend to these babies that need their mothers. And so that's definitely something that needs to be worked on. The job for needs to, and I get it. That's a long, that's another whole issue in itself because, you know, companies do need people, reliable people, but I strongly believe that some positions could be created where parents with special needs could actually 
go out there and work and or work from home or work from home that would be lovely or work from home jobs for them yeah you know and we have seen a lot of moms get creative and start businesses from home and things like that but if that's not a possibility these companies need to be more flexible when it comes with two special need parents Mm -hmm. one video that (laughs) guys last week was a hot mess but i forgot to hit record a lot of times One of the parts that we talked about in last episode, in the last episode, I guess didn't get recorded, and we forgot to re-record it. So what we were saying last time was, I had seen this video about a mom who wanted to do seventy-five hard. Which, if you don't know what seventy-five hard is, is it's like a wellness journey type of thing where you don't drink. You read 10 pages a day. This is all for 75 days. You drink a liter of water a day. You work out. You do two 45-minute workouts a day. One has to be outside. One inside or whatever workout you want to do. And I don't know if there's anything else. But I did did 75 soft. Me and my sister-in-law did it like two years ago. And then she got pregnant after she did it. But... (laughs) So I saw this video where this mom was like, I want to do it, but you know, I'm busy. I got kids. I got my husband and she wanted to make it kind of more of a family thing. And it's not anything that's set in stone, which Mm is, I mean, what really is set in stone these days? But so she sat down with her kids, which they're older. They were 12 and 15. This lady's name is Karen, I think. Um, Yeah, Karen. And so she got, she sat down with her daughters and she, they kind of discussed what are some things that they would want to improve on themselves. And they came up with some things that they wanted to do, which was like put their phone down for a certain amount of minutes a day, which I thought was great. And mom was saying that she has ADHD and she was surprised that her daughters wanted to help with cleaning around the house that her daughters were saying, oh, we should each take a section of the house a day or something, you know, mm-hmm. which I was like, that's awesome. They're working together to to make things work for themselves as a family. And I thought that would be an amazing idea to do with kiddos in your household, um, even if they're like five years old, if they want to do something like pick up your clothes every day like things like that and it helps keep them accountable or hold them accountable it helps them work on like goal setting and it doesn't have to be anything crazy it could be like three things a day or I don't know something like help with one ingredient at dinner or something I don't know something simple something small it doesn't have to be something crazy or set in stone I think this is awesome. I think that's kind of some like similar to what we were kind of doing too Mm -hmm. with the 10k steps and I know I was doing that's such a cute little idea. Yeah. And especially if you have I mean, if you have one kid too, but like, if you have multiple kids too, Mm -hmm. I think that's so cute. It's teaching kids to work as a team. 
Mm-hmm. And it's teaching kids about setting goals and yeah. all that good stuff. And you could really make it fun. Mm-hmm. You could really get creative. If you have little ones, you can make it really fun for them. You could use visual boards to get them excited. You could, I mean, there's so and it's many a bonding ways. moment. Yeah. You're like being creative together and brainstorming together. And I think in the end, what they came up with was they take a walk as a family, which means, you know, you're spending more time Sorry. as a family together. Mm-hmm. And then you're, they decided to put their phone down for a few minutes a day. I don't know, like 30 minutes a day or something. And that they wanted to clean a certain part of the house a day. So that's three things, three doable things that they were able to get out to want to do together. And if worse comes to worse, I mean, at least you know they wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's and cute. And I do think it, that's the thought that, yeah. is the thought that counts. <laughs> and I think that's doable. And it's a win win because as a mom, you're getting help. Mm-hmm. to cleaning around the house because also us moms I know I'm guilty of this I and I see the videos all the time like moms complaining about no one helping but then they when they help when people help it's not up to their standards <laughs> mm-hmm. so I think that is a win-win because you're gonna get the kiddos to help you around the house And it's going to be a teamwork and it's going to be fun. And you could always make this super fun depending on what age group you have. And listen, if anything, we know for a fact that when it comes to teamwork, if you make it fun, kids will jump in there and help. Mm -hmm. When you're making them feel like the leaders, you will jump in there and help. Mm -hmm. And we always say it, working with kids is like a dance. You have to figure out. I had a girl ask me the other day, she's like, I'm trying to work with this kid, but the kid doesn't like me. She tells me I'm stinky. She tells me she's not my friend. And I was telling her, turn it on her. When she calls you stinky, you could say, you could say, oh, that hurts my feelings. You wouldn't like it if someone hurt your feelings. You wouldn't like it if someone called you names. I'm a grown-up, but my feelings still get hurt. Or if she tells you she doesn't want to be your friend because she doesn't like you, you could say things like, oh, I really want us to be friends. Things like that that are going to make her feel like, oh, well, maybe we could try to be friends. (laughs) But if you just walk away from that conversation, leaving her with those thoughts in her head, nothing's going to (laughs) change. So trust when we know little kids, If you make them feel like, you know, you're giving them multiple choices, you could still control those choices by providing choices that you want them to have. They still have, you know, the different options. If you talk to them and tell them, remind them, you know, I, you know, I'm a grown up, but my feelings still get hurt and explain to them, they would think about it. If you make them feel like role models and leaders in the team, they're going to act on that and they're going to act like little role models and they're going to act like leaders and they're going to want a teamwork. It's just about talking to them. Do you want to end today's episode with a good upbeat, uh, funny TikTok or a sad one? No, I don't want to do sad. <laughs> <laughs> this is a girl 
named Rennie B. I thought this was funny. Thinking about, I'm really trying to figure out why do we call our kids special needs? I feel like special needs is like dainty or like sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's special needs or she's special needs. Them motherfuckers need to be called high maintenance because <laughs> sometimes I don't be knowing if I'm working for P. Diddy or what. Like, my son will literally only eat one type of chicken nugget. Like, he has me going to four different grocery stores to literally find this one type of chicken nugget. But mind y'all, this is the catch. I get on the internet, the fucking chicken nuggets are discontinued. Like... Presley, mom that's speaking her mind. She's saying yeah. things that others are afraid to say, but it's true. Yeah. It's so She's true. Funny. I love that. And I think I love I've thought video. about that before, like, because, yeah, kiddos mm -hmm. have their safe foods that they're only happy with. But that's the worst if the food gets, if it no. gets discontinued, their safe food. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And there's and no I'm, understanding. <laughs> an autistic mom who, like, for fear of, like, discontinued food, that's why she continuously tries to get her kiddos to try new food. Hmm. because she's like the second it goes discontinued what can i do like i need a few safe foods that they like yeah that way she has options in case i love dendine with that one that was a good one <laughs> and yeah. i know a lot of moms could relate Hopefully nobody took offense to that but <laughs> She was speaking her mind and she, she was, was funny and it, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot she's of trying moms to make light of the situation. Yeah, she's cute. I like that. I like that. But yeah. But that's all we have for today, guys. We haven't gone off of our podcast topic list in like ages. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I like this better. I mean, I like it both ways, but I do want to get into you know, some we've been yeah. doing lighthearted um episodes lately. But they are they really though? Because we've been getting deep into conversation. No, I don't I don't think I think with us you're gonna get I think you're, you're gonna get everything go in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get different type of emotions and I think it's a good thing for a podcast episode. Because everyone's gonna take something away from this that they could relate to. Mm -hmm. And I like we always say how you feel about it. Yes. <laughs> Like we always say, that's life, and we're mm -hmm. we're here to give you guys reality. <laughs> yes, but that's all we have for today, guys. Tune in every Thursday, catch up on our episodes. Hopefully, soon we'll have a lot more to tell about our wellness journeys. <laughs> yes, it's gonna get better. We promise. <laughs> yes, we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Alrighty, guys. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>